The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We have seven saints to honor today. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, February 17th, 2022, Thursday of the sixth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of the seven founders of the Servite Order. In 1247, noblemen of Florence mutually decided to withdraw from the city to a solitary place for prayer and direct service of God. They wanted to lead a life of penance and prayer, but they soon found themselves disturbed by constant visitors from Florence. So they withdrew to the deserted slopes of Monte Scenario. In 1244, the small group adopted a religious habit similar to the Dominican habit and chose to live under the rule of St. Augustine and adopted the name the Servants of Mary. Members of the community came to the United States from Austria in 1852 and settled in New York and later in Philadelphia. Seven founders of the Servite Order pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day Grant that we never lose sight of Thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech Thee that our thanks may come to Thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for religious sisters and consecrated women, thanking them for their mission and their courage. May they continue to find new responses to the challenges of our times. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I remember many years ago, I think it was 2004, when the movie The Passion of the Christ first came out, it was a big controversy about the movie many different controversies. The people were talking a lot about it. It came out in the news. And eventually when the movie started showing, journalists would wait outside to interview people that were coming out. And I remember watching the news and seeing these men and women coming out horrified. A little bit scandalized, I would even say. And they would say, why so much suffering? Why 
Do we need to show all this? Is it really necessary? Of course, the movie is quite cruel. Because the passion of our Lord was terribly painful and horrifying in many ways. But that defines her Christianity. And sometimes we try to kind of have a Christianity light, like a lighter version of Christian faith, kind of taking out the cross, because it's a little bit too much. Too much for us, and actually it makes it a little bit hard to sell this Christian idea, the ideal, because of the cross. It just seems like a little bit too much. Just make it easier for people to understand. This doesn't happen just to us. This happened to Simon Peter in the time of our Lord. We will read today in the second part of the Gospel. Jesus is speaking to the apostles, explaining to them that the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and then be killed. And he was saying this openly, explaining what was to happen to him so that they wouldn't be scandalized when the moment came. That they would understand that this was part of God's will. But of course, the apostles didn't understand this. And Peter went to the point of taking Jesus aside and he began to rebuke him. Telling him precisely this, Lord, I'm not sure this is going to sell too well. Lord, I'm not sure you should be talking about this. This is kind of ridiculous, right? That you, our master, is going to be crucified, killed. Why would you? I mean, you're a nice guy. We're going to defend you. But Jesus doesn't take it. He turns around and looking at his disciples, he rebukes Peter. And he says with very strong words, Get behind me, Satan. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Get behind me, Satan. And in the same way, we need to react when we think of kind of making our Christianity easier. When we think of putting the cross out of our lives. When we think of giving in to comfort. And say, no, get behind me, Satan. This is a temptation. This is not the way God does things. This is not what God wants for us. There is no Christianity without the cross. As Jesus himself told us in another moment, whoever wants to be my disciple, let him pick up his cross daily and follow me. So we need to ask ourselves and ask Jesus in our prayer, Lord, Jesus, am I really willing to be your disciple? Because if I am, hopefully I am, 
then I need to be willing to pick up my cross and come after you. I need to be willing to carry the cross with you like Simon of Cyrene. It is necessary. We are imitating Christ in doing that. And as we come closer to Lent, it is good that we start thinking of those sacrifices that we want to make for Christ. A special time for fasting, for penance, that prepares us for the cross. But it shouldn't just be the time of Lent, in which we make sacrifices and fasting, but all throughout the year, every day of our lives. St. Cosa Maria would say that mortification and sacrifice has to be like the salt in every plate. We put salt in everything. That's what gives flavor, I guess, to food. At least that's what they say. In the same way, we need to put that salt of sacrifice, of mortification, in everything that we do, in every day. So that we can follow Christ. So that we can be like Christ. But our Christianity is not about the cross, right? It's about Jesus Christ who died on the cross. That's our symbol, Jesus on the cross. But the story of Christ didn't end there. It doesn't end in, on the cross. The story of Christ ended in his resurrection. That is the reason why we make sacrifices. Not because our goal as Christians is to suffer. The goal is our resurrection for all eternity with Christ. The thing is, we get there just like Christ through the cross. Whoever loses his life will find it. Jesus promised us. So we embrace the cross, we accept the suffering, and we put it into our life voluntarily because of the goal. Just like many people make sacrifices for health reasons. And nowadays, there are all these kind of science-based books that talk about the benefits of fasting. All this intermittent fasting thing nowadays for health reasons. Or people will take cold showers because apparently it does good. Well, if we're willing to do that for our bodies, then what are we willing to do for our souls? To be with Christ. Lord Jesus, I want to carry the cross, but I'm weak. Give me your strength. Share your grace with, grace with me because I want to carry it. It just happens that sometimes I'm afraid. I shrink away from it. Help me imitate you in that. And of course, let us ask our Blessed Mother, the Virgin Mary, who was there at the foot of the cross, suffering very much so. Mother Mary, bring me by the hand. 
to the foot of the cross so that I can also accompany your son, Jesus, and carry the cross with him every day of my life. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. We'll pray in just a minute on Daybreak. It's Thursday, February 17th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth. And all nations learn your saving help. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the nations be glad and exult. For you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy.
Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my king, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Spare us, O Lord. Do Do not bring your own people into contempt. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame, at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Spare us, O Lord. Do Do not bring your own people into contempt. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, 
Why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, rise up and come to our aid. With your strong arm, lead us to freedom, as you mightily delivered our forefathers. Since you are the King who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of truth. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. From the book of Proverbs. Blessings are for the head of the just, but a rod for the back of the fool. The memory of the just will be blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. A wise man heeds commands. But a prating fool, fool will be overthrown. He who walks honestly walks securely, but those whose ways are crooked will fare badly. He who winks at a fault causes trouble, but he who frankly reproves promotes peace. A fountain of life is the mouth of the just, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up disputes. But love covers all offenses. On the lips of the intelligent is found wisdom, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Wise men store up knowledge, but the mouth of a fool is imminent ruin. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The ruination of the lowly is their poverty. The just man's recompense leads to life, and the gains of the wicked to sin. A path to life is his, who heeds admonition, but he who disregards reproof goes astray. It is the lips of a liar that conceal hostility, but he who spreads accusations is a fool. Where words are many, sin is not wanting, but he who restrains his lips does well. Like choice silver is the just man's tongue. The heart of the wicked is of little worth. The just man's lips nourish many, but fools die for want of sins. It is the Lord's blessing that brings wealth, and no effort can substitute for it. Crime is the entertainment of the fool, so is wisdom for the man of sins. What the wicked man fears will befall him, but the desire of the just will be granted. When the tempest passes, the wicked man is no more, but the just man is established forever. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes is the sluggard to those who use him as a messenger. The fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked are brief. The hope of the just brings them joy. The expectation of the wicked comes to naught. The Lord is a stronghold to him who walks honestly, but to evildoers their downfall. 
The just man will never be disturbed, but the wicked will not abide in the land. The mouth of the just yields wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut off. The lips of the just know how to please, but the mouth of the wicked how to pervert. The Word of the Lord The mouth of the just man utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks what is right. The The law law of God God is is in in his his heart. heart. The just man will be remembered forever. He shall have no fear of evil news. The The law law of of God God is in in his his heart. heart. From the Explanations of the Psalms by St. Ambrose, Bishop. We must always meditate on God's wisdom, keeping it in our hearts and on our lips. Your tongue must speak justice. The law of God must be in your heart. Hence, Scripture tells you, You shall speak of these commandments when you sit in your house, and when you walk along the way, and when you lie down, and when you get up. Let us then speak of the Lord Jesus, for he is wisdom. He is the Word, the Word indeed of God. It is also written, Open your lips and let God's Word be heard. God's Word is uttered by those who repeat Christ's teaching and meditate on His sayings. Let us always speak this Word. When we speak about wisdom, we are speaking of Christ. When we speak about virtue, we are speaking of Christ. When we speak about justice, we are speaking of Christ. When we speak about peace, we are speaking of Christ. When we speak about truth and life and redemption, we are speaking of Christ. Open your lips, says Scripture, and let God's word be heard. It is for you to open. It is for him to be heard. So David said, I shall hear what the Lord says in me. The very Son of God says, Open your lips, and I will fill them. Not all can attain to the perfection and wisdom as Solomon or Daniel did, but the Spirit of wisdom is poured out on all according to their capacity, that is, on all the faithful. If you believe, you have the Spirit of wisdom. Meditate, then, at all times on the things of God, and speak the things of God when you sit in your house. By house, we can understand the church or the secret place within us, so that we are to speak within ourselves. Speak with prudence, so as to avoid falling into sin as by excess of talking. When you sit in your house, speak to yourself as if you were a judge. When you walk along the way, speak so as never to be idle. You speak along the way if you speak in Christ, for Christ is the way. When you walk along the way, speak to yourself, speak to Christ. Hear him say to you, I desire that in every place men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. When you lie down, speak, so that the sleep of death may not still upon you. 
listen and learn how you are to speak as you lie down. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. When you get up or rise again, speak of Christ so as to fulfill what you are commanded. Listen and learn how Christ is to awaken you from sleep. Your soul says, I hear my brother knocking at the door. Then Christ says to you, Open the door to me, my sister, my spouse. Listen and learn how you are to awaken Christ. Your soul says, I charge you, daughters of Jerusalem, awaken or reawaken the love of my heart. Christ is that love. God has given us Christ Jesus to be our wisdom, our strength, our holiness, and our redemption. This, this is, is why, why Scripture tells us, Let him who would boast, boast in the Lord. Of his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. This, this is, is why Scripture tells us, Let him who would boast, boast in the Lord. Let us pray. O God, who teach us that you abide in hearts that are just and true, Grant that we may be so fashioned by your grace as to become a dwelling place pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 24 minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, February 17th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Peter makes a profound profession of faith, but in the next moment, makes a serious mistake. It's from the eighth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that I am? John the Baptist, and others say Elijah, and others one of the prophets. But who do you say that I am? You are the Christ. Jesus charged them to tell no one about him, and he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said this plainly. Peter took him and began to rebuke him, but turning and seeing his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan. For you are not on the side of God, but of men. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, you've heard of the priesthood of the faithful. Yes, it is distinct from the ordained priesthood. But it does have its place in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. 
Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. The Mass is offered by priests, but also by the faithful, since by the character that is graven upon their souls, they share in the priesthood of Christ himself. Although the faithful's participation is essentially different from that of those who have received the sacrament of orders, only by the words of the priest representing him does Christ make himself present on the altar at the moment of consecration. But all the faithful share in the oblation which is offered to God for the good of the whole church. They offer the sacrifice together with the priest, uniting themselves to his intentions of praise, entreaty, expiation, and thanksgiving. Yet what they are doing is uniting themselves to Christ himself, the eternal priest, and to the whole church. In the Mass each day we can offer up all created things and all our actions, our work, our sorrows, our family life, our fatigue and tiredness, the apostolic initiatives we want to undertake that day. The offertory is a particularly appropriate moment for us to present our personal offerings for them to be united to the sacrifice of Christ. What do we place each day on the paten? What does God find there? Guided by our priestly soul, we are moved to identify ourselves more closely with Christ in our ordinary life. We will offer up not only the material realities of our life, but our very selves in the most intimate oblation of our being. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept this sacrifice at your hands to the praise and glory of his name for our benefit and for that of all his holy church. We must give this and other prayers of the Mass a personal meaning. Make it into a personal prayer. We go to Mass to make its unique sacrifice of infinite value our own. We appropriate it to ourselves and present ourselves before the Blessed Trinity clothed in the countless merits of Christ in certain hope aspiring to forgiveness, to greater grace in our soul, and to eternal life. We adore with the adoration of Christ. We make satisfaction with the merits of Christ. We ask with His voice, which is ever efficacious. All that is His becomes ours, and all that is ours becomes His. Prayer, work, joys, thoughts, and desires, all of which acquire a supernatural and eternal dimension. All that we do is worthwhile insofar as it is offered on the altar with Christ, who is at once priest and victim. When we seek that intimacy with our Lord in our own lives, the human side intermingles with the divine. All our efforts, even the most insignificant, take on an external dimension because they are united to the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Our participation in the Mass culminates in Holy Communion, the fullest identification with Christ that we could ever dream of. Before the institution of the Eucharist in the years they spent crossing and recrossing Palestine with Jesus, the apostles were never able to enjoy such an intimacy with Jesus as we have after having received him in communion. Let us think about our Mass and our communions. Let us consider whether we prepare well for them, promptly rejecting all voluntary distractions, whether we make many acts of faith and love, whether we frequently make our own St. Peter's cry of faith, You are the Christ. 
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. your mighty power, Lord, come to our aid. Stir up your your mighty mighty power, power, Lord, come come to our aid. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. You who lead Joseph's flock, shine forth from your cherubim throne upon Ephraim, Benjamin, Manasseh. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. Lord God of hosts, how long will you frown on your people's plea? You have fed them with tears for their bread, an abundance of tears for their drink. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh us to scorn. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it, you drove out the nations. Before it, you cleared the ground. It took root and spread through the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow, the cedars of God with its boughs. It stretched out its branches to the sea, to the great river, It stretched out its shoots. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass by. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. Men have burnt it with fire and destroyed it. May they perish at the frown of your face. May your hand be on the man you have chosen, the man you have given your strength, and we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, 
is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Eternal Shepherd, you so tend the vineyard you planted that now it extends its branches even to the farthest coast. Look down on your church and come to us. Help us remain in your Son as branches on the vine that, planted firmly in your love, we may testify before the whole world to your great power working everywhere. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. I give you thanks, O Lord, though you have been angry with me. Your anger has abated, and you have consoled me. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and He has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation and say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim His name. Among the nations make known His deeds. Proclaim how exalted is His name. Sing praise to the Lord for His glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Shout in triumph to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the timbrel, the sweet-sounding harp and the lute. Blow the trumpet at the new moon when the moon is full on our feast. For this is Israel's law, a command of the God of Jacob. He imposed it as a rule on Joseph when he went out against the land of Egypt. A voice I did not know said to me, I freed your shoulder from the burden. Your hands were freed from the load. You called in distress and I saved you. I answered concealed in the storm cloud. At the waters of Mirabah I tested you. Listen, my people, to my warning. O Israel, if only you would heed. Let there be no foreign god among you, no worship of an alien god. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. But my people did not heed my voice, and Israel would not obey. So I left them in their stubbornness of heart to follow their own designs. 
Oh, that my people would heed me, that Israel would walk in my ways. At once I would subdue their foes, turn my hand against their enemies. The Lord's enemies would cringe at their feet, and their subjection would last forever. But Israel I would feed with finest wheat, and fill them with honey from the rock. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, open our mouths to proclaim your glory. Help us leave sin behind and to rejoice in professing your name. Ring Ring out out your your joy joy to God, God, our strength. A reading from the letter to the Romans. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking, but of justice, peace, and the joy that is given by the Holy Spirit. Whoever serves Christ in this way pleases God and wins the esteem of men. Let us, then, make it our aim to work for peace and to strengthen one another. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. In the early hours of the morning I think of you, O Lord. In the the early early hours of the morning, morning, I I think think of you, O Lord. Always you are there to help me. I I think think of you, O Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In the early hours of the morning, I think of you, O Lord. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. Let us pray. 
Blessed be God, our Father, who protects his children and never spurns their prayers. Let us humbly implore him. Enlighten us, Lord. Enlighten us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for enlightening us through your Son. Fill us with his light throughout the day. Enlighten us, Lord. Let your wisdom lead us today, Lord. That we may walk in the newness of life. Enlighten us, Lord. May we bear hardships with courage for your namesake. And be generous in serving you. Enlighten us, Lord. Direct our thoughts, feelings, and actions this day. Help us to follow your providential guidance. Enlighten us, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, true light and source of all light, listen to our morning prayer, turn our thoughts to what is holy, and may we ever live in the light of your love. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit. God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thursday is standing right in front of you, waiting for you to make it holy. And morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do it again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.